and welcome to the Washington Hour podcast. Welcome back as we continue our basketball chats. This is our uh, third session here as the the playoffs continue to to roll on. We are now in the midst of the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Uh, In the East, they've just completed game two. In the West, we are expecting uh, game four tonight from Los Angeles with the Clippers and the Phoenix Suns as we watched the Bucks and the Atlanta Hawks last night. And here we are. I'm your host, Chastity Washington, and my co-host, Mr. Anthony Washington. What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Here we are, watching our podcast. So let's let's get into this conversation, man, because it's it's um it's been interesting. It's been exciting. We're finally at the conference finals. We're finally at the final four. Uh, just give me your thoughts overall as as how the playoffs have gone, even with the midst of all these injuries and COVID protocol and all the things that have been happening. What's your what's your overview of the, in terms of us finally getting to the conference finals? Uh, right now, I am excited. I'm happy. I'm hoping that Giannis don't become part of the wounded. Because yeah. it's about making sure everybody stay healthy on your team. And right now, we just got one superstar. And we don't need him to get hurt. Other than that, it has been like the mass show. A lot of players. When you need him, right? I need to tell people, sit down before you mm-hmm. hurt yourself. But other than that, yeah, it's all about just staying healthy. And if uh, the Bucks can stay healthy and keep their depth, they should go on to the uh, NBA Finals and uh, compete against who I think will be uh, there, the Phoenix Suns. Okay, okay, and I and I that's your your prediction. So we already know what it is. We ain't got to wait to the end <laughs> of the show to know uh, where your where your thoughts are. Uh, I, I just. I, I think it. I think it's a huge factor. Um, these injuries that we've seen, whether it's uh, Kawhi Leonard's knee injury, whatever it is, uh, they're saying it's a sprained knee. Uh, Chris Paul being out the first two games of the Western Conference Finals, uh, them still being able to win, um, which is is you know shifting what needs to happen with the Clippers, and we've seen them uh, make the adjustment to Ty Lue. Um, but the injuries, I think, have really affected how things have been looking, uh, even with, you know, and I think that that's from the, the quick turnaround, the, the tightness of them finishing the year last year in the bubble and turning around and coming back and starting the season again uh, at a faster pace. And I think that is affecting um, these injuries with different teams, even amidst of them, uh, the uh, Suns having a ankle injury with Cameron Payne, who has been a major part of their playoff run. So, uh, so let's start with the West, and we'll come back to the East. And like, so uh, you already mentioned the, the Phoenix Suns, but we saw the Clippers um, uh, finally, you know, win Game Three. Good play uh, overall for the most part uh, from Paul George, which is what everybody was waiting for uh, and he's done so in the last four or five games especially with Kawhi being out um, they uh, have played better uh, we talked about uh, in our previous chat about just them not really having an identity and, and folks not really trusting them um, to do uh, what we see on paper uh, they look like uh, 
not necessarily a team, but a bunch of cats just hooping. But I do want to shout out to um, uh, Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson is the meaning of Juneteenth. Je- Reggie Jackson, it looked like he just got here from Senegal and is shooting the lights out uh, in LA. So g- big shouts to him uh, for being a difference maker. I think uh, Twin, uh, Morris Twin has played well. I think they they, they pulled Zubox um, out of the, uh, the back box and had him come out and play well. But I think because it was a desperation moment for them in game three, what are your, what are your thoughts on, uh, and of course the return of Chris Paul, but what are your thoughts on where that series is right now? Um, basically, like you saying, Chester, I thought that the, uh, the Clippers just don't have enough firepower without Kawhi Leonard. And in order for them to win, they had to play team basketball. And that mm-hmm. was team basketball and uh, Moore stepped up, was hitting the outside shot. And like you said, the, the Jackson cat, uh, that's how you get your money. I mean, he he, he obviously said, I'm, I want my big house now. Cause that's mm. how you get your money in the playoffs. So mm. it's, that's the good thing about watching these games and teams like the Clippers, if they're a little short, like you said, it's always a player on the bench who you can spot has the potential to be a, you know, I would say a playoff superstar as a mm. regular season superstar. Because you can be a regular season superstar and get in the playoffs and and, and drop your ass. But mm-hmm. you can have a player off the bench come off and play as though, like you saying, where he come from, oh, he likes the playoffs. He likes the lights. That's what the Clippers need more of moving forward. If they're going to win, they need those players on their bench to play like superstars. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he can't do it by himself. True. That's true. I, 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 he, he struggles. I think he struggles with the pressure of shooting is totally on him. Who Who are you talking about? Playoff P. Okay. Okay. And that's what I mean is watching him in the win, he was comfortable because they were hitting shots. Mm-hmm. And that gave him that confidence to start creating as opposed to jacking up shots to keep them in a game. Okay, okay, and I see that. I, I, I see that, you know, this is the first time that I think that he's, even when he was in Indiana, I think this is the first time that he's had to uh, really, really, really be the lead dude, you know, be the guy, and then be able to have the support system. Um, and they have some toughness on that team. I think, you know, like the Patrick Beverly's and Twin, uh, Morris Twin. Oh, yeah, well, um, I'm glad you brought it because Chastity, he scared me. I ain't gonna lie. I don't get the, mm-hmm. the Clippers that much because mm-hmm. of the West Coast team, but to watch Patrick Beverly play defense on you is like watching the scary man, the boogeyman. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, he, he scared me. He had, mm-hmm. he had me like, eventually he gonna fire on somebody. Yeah, no, he literally looked like at some point, I'm going to fight. Right. It's, Him and Twin look like... Is the dude the, them is the, the, playground. Yeah, yeah. Them is the... Yeah, those are the guys on the on the playground that's going to that's gonna beat your ass after uh, after a shot uh, or a loss. They're going to beat the brakes off you. So start running as soon as the game is oh, over. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. You, you get up and you, you take your ball woo. and you run your home. Because Patrick Beverly... <laughs> And Morris Twin have not left 
their uh, their their hood book bags. No, uh, they still have them on the floor. Like you know, Morris Twin is a bully. He shows you. He will hit you in the face and then question why he got a foul. So I, I just. Yes, that I think that that is a that is a a, a toughness that is a, a, a intimidation factor. But I think the thing with they're gonna play you tough. But I think when you have uh, the the Devin Booker's, you have the Chris Pauls, they carry it a different way. Where that they're not affected, they they gonna play through it. You know what I mean? They're not intimidated. Uh, that they they they'll stand and fight. I think. And uh, I think, like, I, I do think tonight is going to be a different game. You have Chris back in his rhythm. He was just coming off being gone for, you know, a week and a half or whatever it was, that, you know, in the COVID protocol. So I think tonight is going to be a different game in L.A. And I do think uh, that Phoenix will go up 3-1 tonight. So that's, and that's, that's the series then, Jasper. That's the series. Yeah, that's yeah. It's a wrap. They in five. It's 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 it's, it's Phoenix in five then. Mm. Because mm. you think they'll 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 pull it out tonight and win the next game in Phoenix. Oh, without a doubt, Chas. That's what I'm saying. I'm going by what you saying that's making me see the revelation of oh, it's over. Because you're right. Mm-hmm. Night, they're not coming back. Uh Phoenix ain't leaving. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Back to LA. It, the series is gonna be over because like we keep saying. Venus has something called Chris Paul, who has pit bull in him. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I see what you're saying when you said he comes back tonight and he in, in, in form, if we're going to see that pit bull. And that pit bull going to end the whole series because, like you're saying, if he's on tonight, then he's going to be on back in Phoenix with a trip mm-hmm. for the first mm-hmm. of his career. Oh, that's a wrap. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a pit bull with a tire in his mouth. I feel that. I feel, and then with this, and especially with this being uh, against the Clippers and his first conference finals, which is you know crazy. Um, but you know this cat is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, but for this to be for him to have played so long and played so well, and for it to be his first Western Conference Finals, I'm I'm shocked. You know, I don't know twelve how many times he's been an All Star. Olympian, he's just a, he's just awesome. So I, I am happy for him to uh, to be in his first Western Conference Finals and possibly on his way to his first NBA Finals. So now let's let's move on and let's move on to the to the East. Uh, we watched Game Two uh, last night between Atlanta and uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, and uh, it, the Bucks made a great uh, great number of adjustments, played with more urgency. Um, we saw him in game one. We watched uh, Trey Young, Ice Trey, uh, just 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 shoot the lights out um, to drop 48 uh, in game one, uh, career playoff high. Uh, and then we saw the Bucks make the adjustments uh, on him and on the, the, the team as a whole uh, last night and win the game by, but I believe it was 32. 32 points so it was a complete blowout um and i think the key factor to it to me is uh game three um the how the game plays out uh tomorrow the first game in atlanta your thoughts well i i already said uh like you were saying about the other series in the west i already said that the bucks should wrap this up in five and Mm. the loss that i was assuming that the bucks was going to take and atlanta was going to get their win is tonight. I'm mean, the uh, the Atlanta uh, home game, mm-hmm. and 
you're right. This is going to be an important game because I was assuming that that would be their one win. So now the Bucks need to shut it down and, like I said, wrap it up because Phoenix is about to wrap up the West. So mm. the next game, you're right. It is the pivotal game because I believe that if the Bucks win that game, Atlanta is not going to win another game. Yeah, I, I think that they are on a great run, um, but I also see their youth. Um, I see that, yeah, I see their youth. And not saying that a young team can't um, can't get to the finals or, or win the chip, but it makes me it, it takes me back to and this is a uh, uh, to to the '93 uh, Final Four and Michigan uh, f- uh, freshman the Fab Five going to the Final Four, great players, great team, but the youth and inexperience showed itself uh, in the Final Four in the championship game uh, that year. We're not talking about the following year. I'm talking about that freshman year. Um, so that's what I see with Atlanta, where they are young um, and their youth and inexperience and um, them, you know, playing against a team that has veteranship and, and uh, some continuity and chemistry. And they have they have chemistry and continuity, too. Um, but it's just they don't have enough. Correct. They don't have enough experience. They don't have enough. Uh, um, I say this. I, I don't think they have enough mental toughness yet. Mm-hmm. They were saying uh, in, in the context of what the playoffs is, is it's really a building block to the finals, meaning you got to get used to moving on in series and closing teams out. And the Bucks got that experience now. And you're right. Atlanta, they are playing but they're not experienced enough to understand the pressure like they felt in game two that, oh, this isn't a regular season game. You have to have an incredible amount of intensity to start the game and finish the game. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what they started out game one with. But once the Bucks took back the intensity level, that's when I think they were shocked because they thought they had it. They thought they, game one had them thinking, oh, we can match the intensity of a team with this kind of experience and this kind of depth. But the Bucks flipped it, like you said, because of the adjustments. I don't mm-hmm. know that, but yeah, the adjustments that the Bucks made to me, and this is what I mean by the adjustment, when I say that from my eye point of view, as opposed to your technical knowledge, my eye point of view has always been simple. Put body parts in the game. Please. <laughs> that's not a bit that's not a hard adjustment he right there on the bench yeah I, I you know yeah I, yeah you, you you know that this is where you uh adjustments is to be able to add sparks make changes make moves what is going to make a difference just like uh the uh, coach bud uh, uh, the coach Milwaukee Bucks put in PJ Tucker once they got into this playoff run and changed the starting lineup, and that was That's a spark. A great adjustment, now, but at the huge, time, huge adjustment. If he had not done that, he would have been the dumbest coach to ever coach the Bucks because we yeah. never saw that part. I mean, to be honest with you, yeah. When, and, uh, Steve Vincenzo went down. That's the only person I felt could be in that lineup to bring that intensity that the Bucks need, like you're seeing mm-hmm. every night from him. And you're right, yeah. that 
pick up, like I said, that makes a general manager looks like a genius. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, and then uh, this is also, and I big shout out to Dante DiVincenzo. Um, this, this, this shows what, you know, uh, what they're missing from the, him shows how vital he is. Uh, even though he, you know, yeah. you know, he may only average eight or 10 points a game. He is vital with his defense, his ability to shoot, his scrappiness, his toughness. Offense, whether they Exactly. Not, yeah. Not, he was moving. He was probably the only person that really moved without, mm-hmm. the, where without the ball. The move. Yeah. And I think yeah. the was finding that out. Yeah, and I and I uh, I think that that was a good move, uh, putting PJ Tucker in, especially to start to play in that 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 second round against the Nets and to hold uh, Kevin Durant. Um, so I I think that they uh, also have done a better job on the pick and roll uh, and and trying to uh, box in Trey Young. Um, that which is what you have to do. You have to make everybody else a scorer. Um, having Brooke Lopez um, move, stay further up, and then also putting Giannis up there, so that they run into a wall, like Trey is running into a wall. And I think they'll do the same thing, and then make even more adjustments going into Game Three. But I think that was the difference to stop him from freely, um, you know, getting to the middle of the lane, shooting, you know, thirty foot uh, jumpers, which he shoots extremely well um, but putting that in front of him and frustrating him and they'll do the same uh, in game three so I and and yeah again uh, back to Atlanta's youth um, you could see what adjustment do we make or where do we go you could you could kind of see some of that um, in game two uh, as the, the the lead ballooned and then the intensity also was another adjustment. Um, that the Bucks made against Atlanta, um, you know the intensity level. Uh, we we talked about it uh, off off offline, uh, where they they talked about it also on the TNT broadcast is the intensity level of playing that this is the Eastern Conference Finals with the opportunity to go to NBA Finals. This is not a game, and and Reggie Miller mentioned it in the broadcast. Um, this is not a game in the middle of the regular season. This is a playoff game, and the and it's a new season, different intensity level. You got to play that way, and I think that they're stepping up to the challenge. Right, that's the experience that Atlanta's getting. That is showing everybody uh, that Trey Young, including myself, uh, I was a Trey Young doubter. So the great thing about his play is that he is showing that he can be a superstar. And if you build the right team around him, he could have a shot at winning a title in Atlanta. And that's that I'm seeing that they have. You can't, you gotta give them that props that, wow, man, you you, you didn't make yourself look like switching and trading uh, away Duncan, uh, my man, uh, uh, Mavericks, uh, I can't even say his name now. Luka, yeah, Luka Doncic, yeah. Luka. Mm-hmm. Cause that, to me, that's what made me wonder if Atlanta had basically blown away their future. Uh, and now I'm like, wow, maybe they got the best of the trade. I, I I wouldn't, I would disagree with you on that. I think that they both won. I think both teams I, I, won. I'm, I'm, it's slim. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, the reason I'm saying this is because I'm going by results. So that's what I'm saying is, yeah, they're even to me. But like we're saying, Okay, then we start separating you once you hit the playoffs. Yeah. That's why I'm saying I give him the edge because he's getting what Luca ain't getting right now. 
True. Uh, he's getting that, yeah, he's getting that experience. He's getting the opportunity. I think it's a, a collection of um, them putting together a really good young team. And also the coaching change. Them bringing in Nate McMillan um, in March. Uh, come on. He's Nate McMillan. You know what I mean? And um, so I think that that makes a huge difference. Uh, and I also think um, they, them being able to beat Philadelphia uh, was a great feat. And it's a good testimony to um, to Trey playing well. But I, the, the, the only thing with, with Philadelphia is um, they have is so many factors. Uh, it's so many factors. I'm not even going to get into the list. They've said enough about Ben Simmons and, and however. But I think that, you know, um, they get a, give another year. We'll see what they do with Doc Rivers. I think Joel Embiid, again, showed himself MVP uh, type of season. Um, but they they have to they also have to they didn't play with any type of urgency um, they played in spurts they gave up leads they you know um, because they're such a big team um, they are cumbersome and slower um, and uh, and and you know and I think that that's on you know what uh, Doc and the coaching staff just, you know do going into next season to make the adjustment because they the number one seed. Uh, so it's and they're a different team than 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 the Bucks. Number one seed. Yeah, that's amazing. That's why I said I give him the prize because that is amazing. Mm-hmm. In the playoffs and your team advances. Yeah. But not only do you advance, but you advance to knock off the number one team. That's yeah. potential. That's what I mean. Oh yeah. They're, oh yeah. They're ahead of the game. Uh, when it comes to going into next season, where you gotta say, "Oh, could they win the East?" Because, like Atlanta. you, Atlanta, you saying? Yeah. See, that's uh, what I'm saying. They're I cool. don't know about that. <laughs> and based on the season, we're looking at a team that is knocked off the number. What was the Knicks? Uh, the four, the four. See, and see, that's what I'm saying. I, I I put Atlanta at four. They was lower than that four. I forgot that. Yeah, Atlanta's five. Right. But this is the thing. This is this is the thing about basketball. Um, just like in the in in foot in football, they always say whatever team is on the run going into the playoff. If you're on the run, you can get to the Super Bowl and you can win. Correct. Um, the thing with basketball is if you're on a run you can get through the playoffs but you're not going to win <laughs> so yeah I'll use the example of uh, the Miami Heat last year who got on a, a fire run and got to the finals uh, but they weren't going to win and I, we, I knew that right. just like you know we're talking about you know Atlanta's good but that this is uh, the, the train, the train stops here. Um, so because they, it, it, you go on a run, but you're not going to win because when it, what what happens in basketball is that it plays itself out that the teams that are uh, uh, tough, the toughness, the tried and true, uh, chemistry, defense, all these things play into it, and those teams are the teams that are going to win. Exactly. And, and everything you're saying based off of what I know by the eye test and the, my little knowledge of the playoffs is no matter what, what separates it from the regular season is the matchups. You can't mm-hmm. 
have five players that you are playing five positions at, but if you can't match up, then you're going to be at a disadvantage in the key positions where you can't match up. Mm-hmm. And where the beauty of the playoffs comes in to me because now, like, like I'm saying, it gives that organization an opportunity to see, well, if we go out and get this person to match up against this person, then now we we know we're going to be. So that's what I'm saying is the offseason is going to be the most important for Atlanta because once they make moves and feel the boys that we're seeing, like we're saying, they're going to bring in a veteran, mm-hmm. probably a, a low post player to go along with being bigger. Therefore, mm-hmm. now you got size going with Trey Young, so you're giving him an opportunity to uh, drive and kick or do some alley-oops. But if that person is a veteran and knows how to really play with intensity, now they're getting the toughness that they're missing. Mm. Along with Capella. Mm. And that's what I mean. It's like they're they're missing one more big man mm. to come in that game and make a difference. Yeah, I can see that. I think they have a bright future. They definitely exactly. have a bright future. They have a bright future. And bright like future. Said, I don't know who that big man is, but I'm pretty sure if we if you start looking at the league, there's a guy out there that you know, oh, he fits right in with them. Mm. Mm. And I he's gonna see. be a main player. He's gonna be a veteran with with probably 10 years experience. And he's gonna be moved. Mm. I can see it. I can see it. Got a couple people in mind. I can exactly. see it. You, it's a list already. So that's yeah. why I said it's going to be very interesting, their move that they make to solidify this run that they're making this year. And that's why I said, once they make that move and that, that announcement comes, then we're going to be saying, oh, they could win the East. Yeah. They won't, but thank you for clarifying that because I won't be saying no. Exactly, That's, they could. They won't, but they could, yeah, they they're gonna won't. do what they can. They gonna try. They gonna try. So yeah. So as we get ready to wrap up here, man. Uh, so our expectations are. Uh, well, you've already given your prediction. I do think that the Bucks are going to close out this series. I think that win tomorrow. Tomorrow is the essence of the the, the what you know how it goes. I think they're going to win in either five or six, and I also think that Phoenix is probably going to win in six. Uh, but we'll see. We'll definitely be back uh, for our listeners to um, to discuss it after these games have been completed uh, in the next couple of days. We, we thank everybody for listening. Thank you for your uh, viewpoint. Uh, and and we'll we'll stay um, we'll stay on pace and keep discussing and, and we'll figure out who that veteran is that's gonna make it to Atlanta uh, this summer. So do you know so you know yeah. them dancing in the locker room. So we don't want to see Mikos, the Migos. Okay. <laughs> you know that's their fan base. So right, yeah, 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 yeah. The Migos, yeah. Yeah, I, but the one kid, um, and I don't know a whole lot about the Migos. I just know a little bit. Um, but I know that the one young man, Quavo, uh, is a very good basketball player. I've seen him play. Um, so uh, I, 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 that's good that they have that that support uh, from yeah. the artists there in Atlanta. Um, but yeah, he's a very very good basketball player. Him, him, and um, Mister Mister, what's his name? Two Chains. Uh, very very good ball players. 
Uh, also, J. Cole, who is uh, playing, in, playing in the NBA, uh, the Africa NBA League. Um, so, yeah, shouts out to them. Uh, but we'll see. You know, you got Migos in the locker room. You never know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's Atlanta. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, so hopefully the uh, the Bucks uh, stay, stay in their hotel rooms and, and yeah. don't spend time at Magic City. You know what I mean? Yeah, and eating wings and such. So, <laughs> shout out to Lou Williams. So, uh, so yeah, so we thank y'all <laughs> for listening. <laughs> we appreciate y'all. Myself, Chastity Washington, your host, and uh, my brother, Anthony Washington, co-host here at Washington Hour Podcast. We thank y'all for joining us for our NBA chat. Uh, and come back and join us again. Make sure you like and subscribe. Tell somebody and tell somebody. Y'all be blessed. God is the good God. The only closes out, Ant. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, everybody, root for the Bucks, cheer for the Bucks, and like I said, enjoy this run because it doesn't come very often. Peace out. God bless.